This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Two home wins from two games. Another goal for Jordan Bowery. 2021, what a beautiful year. Mansfield Town beat Salford City by two goals to one to jump up to 15th in the Skybet League 2 table, nosebleed territory. But more importantly for the Stags, it's a six-point buffer in the relegation battle between themselves and the relegation zone. And that was the most important thing tonight in the game in hand. A scrappy goal late on for Salford ruined what should have been a perfect night with another clean sheet. But the most important thing is the fact that three points are on the board and we're all smiling tonight. As always, have your say on your team. Let us know your thoughts on the game. This is the Cooldown Post-Match Reaction Show. Mansfield Town 2, Salford City 1. A very good evening, one and all, and a very good evening it was on the pitch too. Two wins from two in 2021, three wins on the spin in Skybet League 2. Mansfield Town are certainly a team in form at the moment, with Jordan Bowery netting once again. It's an easy bet to make to earn easy, easy money. But the most important thing for the Stags tonight is the fact that they've moved six points clear of the relegation zone. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the cool-down post-match reaction show. And joining me all virtually yet again uh, tonight, to 
you know, cut through the game, divulge it and sort of pick it apart is the man with Mansfield at heart. It's Mr. Nathan Edge and the man who was on the end of defeat tonight, although was on his feet cheering late on as Salford scored. It's Salford shenanigans' his very own Cam Felton. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Good evening. Uh, I, knew he'd, I knew he'd do that. I knew he'd leave. There you go. I'm tempted now if he comes comes back in the court to kick him off. Nathan, what a night at the One Course Stadium tonight. Oh, superb. Like you said in the intro, um was very, very nearly a perfect night. Uh, it was a bit of a nervy end. Nerv- well, nervy ending for, for ourselves as such, um, especially that last, uh, last minute opportunity for Salford. But, um, you know, that would have been a sickener if they scored because they didn't deserve it. Um, you know, we especially the first half in particular, we were superb again tonight and um, we didn't expect it, if I'm honest. I I thought we would continue a little bit from from Saturday, but um, the way we played, again, like I say, in that first 45 in particular, I did not expect us to play that well against uh, a strong opposition. So massive credit to the boys. Yeah, really, really big performance from Mansfield tonight. Let's go straight to some of your comments. Uh, Stuart says, come on, you stags. Great win, great three points, great teamwork, great to see. Roy Davies says, yellows. Mark says, nice win against boys uh, up the stags. Clive, well worth the three points. A shame we conceded at the end, but hey-ho, three wins on the try and up to 15th. Uh, Paul, get in 15th in the league and eight points from the playoff places. Come on, you stags. Oh, and evening, lads. Uh, Mark, great win uh, Kevin up the stags get in Bex what a game stags look completely different team uh, Glenn fantastic result get great team spirit playoffs winky face we must sign Lapsley uh, on a permanent in my opinion what do you guys think yeah we'll come on to that in a little uh, while his excellent goal got us up and running uh, again tonight beautiful finish uh, from him um, Jamie says they didn't look like scoring the lads played so well and looked a bit tired at the end the pitch is looking shocking as you'd expect with the, the heavy rain the snowfall and uh, the two games in quick succession but uh, I have to say on, on that boys very very briefly Cam Mansfield played the pitch perfectly tonight they played the conditions to their advantage and in that first half especially really had Salford on the ropes yeah, we did, and it was um, another energetic performance. Fantastic to come out in first half and just uh, and really give them a proper game and and show what we can actually do. And uh, there were a couple of comments I was flicking through Twitter, and every time that you just have a bit of look, see what Salford fans were saying on their own Twitter, and it's like, well, um, at least you can see the quality that that team's got. And there were quite a few comments like that, and it's it's fantastic when other teams notice what you're doing and they they weren't too best pleased with tonight's result but at the end of the day all that matters is we got that we got the three points and and that we actually had a good performance yeah it didn't matter how tonight it was just the fact of of getting a performance we'd have been delighted with a point uh, before the game but to get all three is fantastic although there was definitely some bum twitching towards the uh, the end of that game Nathan as they scored that scrappy goal and sort of came at us uh, late on so you've got to give the, the, the boys credit for sort of uh, digging deep and you know sort of seeing it over the line because many many weeks or months uh, even ago you know we could probably be sat here talking about defeat and that's a very strange thing to say with uh, a minute left in the game but that was the Mansfield of old and if anything tonight that performance and the performance over the last you know three four weeks um, is showing that you know the Mansfield of, of old 
can stay in 2020. This this team is a team that's going to battle. It's a team that's going to fight. It's a team that's going to press. And more importantly, it's a team that's going to win. Absolutely. Uh, we've had too many occasions, not just this season, over previous seasons, where we've um, let leads like that slip. Um, and especially when you are coming up against a, you know, a Salford side that have got some quality players in there, and they they certainly upped their game in the second half. They brought they, they they changed it, changed formation, changed changed the players on there. Um, you know, and, and they did make an impact, and they made it harder for us. Um, you know, I I I genuinely thought we were still going to be able to keep a clean sheet because up to the goal we defended superbly. You know, they they didn't. It's not like we was on the ropes at any point. Yeah, you know, they were probing, they were creating a little bit more, but there, there was nothing. You know, overly concerning to, to what we've been ripped apart in in previous uh, previous you know, well a few months ago basically. So um, yeah, it was nervy after that goal, but um, ah, I mean, well, and, and apart from that last chance that I mentioned a minute ago, uh, yeah, the the, the, the header, uh, the dying seconds. That was uh, my my heart was in my mouth at that point, but um, we it would have been a sickener because we we deserved that overall. But what was so refreshing is the fact that. We were coming up against a good side, but the most important thing when you're against a good side is when you've got the ball, you've got to look after it yourself. That's the first thing, because we've seen it so many times early on in the season. We were just giving away possession too easy to the opposition. And then uh, we were saying it on, uh, you know, post-match, most games, if you're going to give the opposition the ball, the more chance they're going to hit you. If you keep the ball yourself and do something productive with it, then, you know, they can't hurt you. And we kept the ball not only very well in the first half, as in you know just keeping it, but we were very creative and aggressive. We were you know purposeful with it, and that's uh, where our two goals came from. We we were fu- fully well deserved of that two 0 lead at half time. I would love to see the stat of the amount of times we won possession back in midfield and turned that into chances because first half especially was absolutely uh, relentless. Keep your comments coming in and we'll pick up with Chris who says, brilliant apart from the last few minutes. Well done to all the players and Cluffy for bringing the team together as one. A few more additions to this team we will get us up next season. Dare I say the word playoffs this season, lol. No. The, again, it's, it's very easy to, uh, to, you know, to sort of ride on the crest of a wave and be, be positive and, and be happy but Tonight will always be, you know, regardless of jumping up to 15th, that's because we're the only game to play tonight. There are teams around us with games in hand, some with two games in hand. Tonight was always, always for me about bridging that gap between ourselves and the relegation zone, which we have done. And that was the the primary objective which we have uh, achieved. Uh, Paul says, fantastic win. Did you see the look on Gary Neville's face after Liverpool uh, losing yesterday? Hope Gary has a miserable trip home. Stephen, a fantastic win. The scoreline doesn't do the performance justice. Salford totally outplayed and outcoached. Stag's chat say, if it wasn't for Lapsley, we would be stuffed, but we played really well. Uh, Some team uni... Uh, unity tonight Roy how rubbish is Salford we battered them all over the park do we need to sign anybody yes I think uh, yep. yeah, very much so <laughs> <That's not changed. laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah like you say uh, I'm not going to yeah one yeah I, I was going to say the same that Graham Cochran used to say and then I realized that it was Graham Cochran that used to say it and I hated it. it so yeah I, I won't do it um Keith says what a brilliant result man of the match the whole team and Nigel Clough come on you stags um uh, Jamie says I can't see Andy Cook being there much uh, much longer um, 
Paul says, on that performance, if we can keep it up, this league is for the taking. Um, Paul, great result tonight. Stags Clough is a Mansfield Town god. Uh, Jay, absolutely class performance. Oh, what an experienced manager can do. Also, Rawson was very good tonight. I'm the first to give him grief, so I'll be the first to praise him. Kathy, fantastic result. Well played, Stags. Uh, Gary, let's move on to Sunday's FA Cup. Keep this run going. Uh, people laughing at your backdrop again, uh, Cam. Um, Callum says, only three words to say, and that's up the Stags. Ben, fantastic. Fantastic win. Three games, three wins. Another three points uh, to the mighty Stags. Let's keep it up. Wayne, 2020 is our year. 2021 is our year. Come on, you Stags. Uh, Roy, did you see the guy who fell down the stand after going for the ball in the second half? Anyone know who he was? I didn't see that, um, so I don't know who he was. Um, and whoever it was, uh, let's hope that they're not hurt and um, and that they're, that they're okay. Cam, did you spot that? Uh, no. The well, second half. It was just technical issues. Yeah, technical issues. Yeah, there were a few issues in the second half, especially with the audio, um, which was fixed to their credit. Um, Beck says, wonder what Graham Cochran is thinking after seeing this. Um, will I ever get another job? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he's thinking. Um, people asking about, um, is the FA Cup game on TV? It's on FA TV Player. We'll cover that at the end of the show. Um, FA Player app, of course. Um, Martin says, what has happened to Maynard? Injured. Um, hamstring injury, missed out the last couple of games. Uh, Mark says Salford 51 possession. Possession stats mean absolutely nothing. It's the result uh, which counts. Um, Roger says was nearly been that half time either. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Roger says was nearly made to pay right at the end, but a great performance overall, especially first half. Um, Simon says, uh, Gary Neville, that's two on the trot. Richie Brellins has lost. Is he getting the sack in the morning? Uh, we know they like to sack managers. Um, Josh says, midfield was awesome. Legs pinching the ball from Charles Lee, Lapsley and Clark. All fantastic. Uh, Callum says, yeah, I got a bit excited with the playoffs and someone quite rightly put me down for it. Oh, the highs of a 2-1 win. Keep your comments coming in. Keep having your say on your team. And of course, vote for your man of the match later in the show as well. Let's uh, dive into it a little bit more than Cam tonight. Um, um, let's talk first off in particular our pressing game the way we you know really were on the heels of Salford from the very first whistle is an absolute credit um, to Nigel Clough and his coaching staff that won us possession numerous times created numerous chances like Nathan said we scored both goals from it hunger desire basically saying to every team in this league after such a poor home run, especially over the last two games, this has been the same. If you come to our ground, you are not going to have it easy anymore. Yeah, um, that's that's been something that's been day one from Clough coming in, and I think the only game that you can make an exception for that was the Harrogate game. Every other game, we've we've made teams work hard for it, even if um, we have. Um, made it difficult for ourselves as, along the way as well, but um, now nah, much, much, much improved over the last couple of games. And I think tonight, yet again, just absolutely fantastic from everyone. And uh, going forward, pressing, fantastic. And um, it, it's yet another one where it's a second ball bouncing around. The first goal, second ball comes out. We just needed someone on the area to hit it, and it did, and it goes in and. Same again, Bauer is jogging on the spot to... Yeah, he is. Uh, Lapsley and, and Bowery and uh, just jogging on the spot for the second one just for an easy tap-in. And 
is that filling that gap that we've needed for the last couple of weeks, someone that's actually going to score goals, but someone that's actually going to do the hard work to get the goals as well. And uh, and credit to Jordan Bowery because he, he's been unreal the last couple of games. And um, I also believe he's highest scoring England at the minute in 2021. Well, there you go. Excellent, <laughs> excellent work. Excellent work so, from, from Jordan Bowery. Uh, let's touch upon uh, George Lapsley for a second. Now, somebody said in the comments earlier, forgive me, I can't remember who uh, made the comment, but uh, obviously Charlton have said that he can go on a free. Surely that's got to be one of the, the bits of business Nigel Clough gets over the line uh, in this transfer window because he is a, a linchpin of our side. Yeah, I mean, we have got him on a season-long loan, so whether... We'll have a. We can get an agreement, even if it's keep him on loan to the end of the season. Then he signs, or, or what, whatever, whether it's now or end of the season. As long as we've got him for the rest of the season, that's a bonus. But we, what a player he would be to get on. First of all, get signed to us. But if we can get him on a free as well, because yeah. he's he, remember he's still young. Um, you know, he's he's still young. He's got clearly bags of potential and ability. Um, he would be. Uh, one of the best signings would have signed for since many Ryan years, since Ryan Sweeney, because Ryan Sweeney was very very similar. You know, he came as a young player on loan from Stoke, really impressed, and we managed to do the business in the January transfer window, didn't we? Didn't we? If I remember correctly, yeah. and I think that was a free as well. Yeah, so I think it'll, this will be a similar. I think all the way until until he signs, I think we're going to get this every post match uh, podcast. To be fair, because you know, I think everybody's in the same boat. Everybody just wants to see. Seeing put pen to paper, and it's quite interesting. On um, sorry to, to drop another podcast in into the mix, but uh, a price of football, um, was it them? Yes, it was them. Uh, did it doing an, in, an interview with the chairman, um, of the Charlton, the, the Charlton chairman, and they said, Do you have any questions? And I, I put one forward and I said, Uh, please can you let us come to let him come to us on a free now? I said, You were making this blind support are very happy, so basically, basically. It's a very charitable deed. You've so just played. You've off. just played the blind card. Look, I did, and it's useful, you hate playing the blind card. In this situation, it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> well, there, there you go. Well, there you go. I, you can't disagree. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, ben says Jordan Bowery's a god up the stags. Uh, Steve <laughs> says, and folks said Clough had a negative team attitude, only winning games by a single goal, then shutting up shop. Well, this champagne football. Long may it continue. Uh, Rob, does Clough trust the bench? No subs tonight. Surely fresh legs would have helped or just wasted a bit of time. For me, Cam, I would have liked to have seen uh, Andy Cook come on uh, at some point, um, especially when legs were sort of getting a little bit heavy. The pitch is very heavy up there. It would have given Salford a little bit of uh, something different to, uh, to think about. But again, when you're in a commanding position and Nigel Clough will probably say this, sometimes you don't need to make changes sometimes actually making changes can can have the opposite effect and i guess maybe would have had half an eye on on saturday as well it's a, it's an interesting situation did we need to make a change probably maybe after their goal but i don't think a change would have got did, us did i don't make it a state a change for the sake of yeah i don't time, i don't think it? we'd have got i don't think we'd have got a third goal to be honest in that second half i think if we'd have been nil nil at half time i think we'd have been struggling um but yeah, I think you're right. I think it would have been, you know, change for the change, the sake of change. 
Yeah, I mean, I messaged my dad saying, make some sort of stick cook at centre back. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, oh, we need to show this defence up. How are we going to do that? Uh, who have we got on the bench that can actually do something? And then I thought, oh, um, there's not really anyone. So I just thought, who's the biggest player we can stick at centre back? If, um, if anything, I think it was like we needed to change any player as in they weren't performing well. It, like Rob said, if anything, it would just be because fresh legs. Yeah. And when you think yeah, what, exactly. what shift they put in on Saturday on a heavy pitch, and then obviously tonight, still obviously a very heavy pitch given what's happened, um, it was quite surprising to not see any substitutions just to get some fresh legs on there um, and just get a bit of more energy into the team. So that was a surprise, but you know, up to the up to the goal, like I said, we, we were looking pretty relatively solid. Like I said, they did did start to threaten, which you're going to expect from a side that I think will be up there come the end of the season. But, it, you know, so some parts, maybe didn't, just obviously doesn't want to upset the apple cart too much and we also they were doing the job. We also don't know what the plans are for the rest of the week. Of course, we've got no game Saturday, um, which gives an extra rest day because we play on Sunday. So there's a possibility Nigel Clough does like to do this. He likes to get friendlies um, behind closed doors games for those who haven't played so there's a there's a um i think it's happened a couple of times this season actually where we've played on the, the tuesday night and then we've had a game on the wednesday Personal so Forest, yeah, yeah um so there's a i think there's a possibility there to have a look at is to the you know to have a look at those players who haven't particularly played um, along with those those younger ones because realistically there's not another 11 is there we're only looking at you know probably uh, what we're looking at eight Eight players who've not played tonight, and maybe nine when you add in Cal Gordon and um, uh, Nicky Maynard, depending on on their fitness. So, I suppose that will have been taken into consideration as well. Yeah, and um, you think we've got more than Sunday to look ahead to as well? Don't forget we've got uh, Oldham Wednesday, uh, of course, next Wednesday. So, whilst that is still like the the same as it would be playing at like the Saturday Tuesday it's still another big game and especially when they're coming thick and fast we've got to look after his bodies and 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 really make sure that we're um in the best shape that we can be physically and mentally because we can't be mentally tired and physically tired isn't good when we're playing on heavy pitches and and the weather hasn't been up great up here recently and and the pitcher Oldham is notoriously bad as well. So mentally, we've, be, we've got to be in a really good place right now. For yeah, yeah. You, you have, but you can't just keep playing the same players for the sake of say, playing the same players, and then those on the bench, i.e., your Andy Cooks, then get disheartened because they don't even get a chance, even as a sub. So, but while, while we're winning, <laughs> you know, yeah. while we're winning. Don't rock the I boat. Can't actually, you know, we, we have we have been complaining a little bit about the lack of changes, but actually, when you look at how they performed tonight and how they performed on Saturday, you can't really, we, we can't really complain that much now. You know, we we've thrown it. The, the the only factor is the fact that they are playing on heavy pitches and and the conditions at the moment, and there's a lot of games coming up. But aside from that, performance-wise, you you can't complain. So you've got to trust in. The fact that the, the the analysts and the coaching staff and the fitness staff know what these cap- these players are capable of, they know what levels they're at, 
and they know they're capable of putting in the 90 minutes in there. Yeah. And if, if they're let's not, let's like dumb it down a little bit. Make the changes. Let, let's strip it back a little bit. Would you rather a player came on for 10 minutes in a league game on a pitch like that, a heavy pitch like that, um, to maybe run around, touch the ball two or three times, um, or would you rather a player get 60, 70 minutes, maybe even a full 90 minutes on a th essentially a 3G pitch the next day in a competitive behind-closed-doors game? I know which option I'd take. 100% all day uh, long. Had we have been really under the cost from Salford, yeah, and but we were earlier. Yeah, then I'd have said yeah. make a sub. But yeah, and I think I think he would have made. Anyway. Yeah, I think like Lisa says, I think he would have made a change at that point. But the you know we we weren't too much under pressure for him. They had a half chance where they had a, a deep cross from that far side where the um, the lad at the far post got a, essentially a, a, a free touch. Um, and other than that, they didn't really trouble too much. Steck came out and commanded his area very, very well. We de defended well as a whole from the front all over the pitch. We just weren't... The only difference between the first half and second half was in terms of the way we played is we just wasn't as um, hungry in terms of closing things down. But we didn't need to be because the, you know, the damage was already done. We could afford to... Well Try and I catch them give on a the bit beach. Of credit to Salford there as yeah, well. You yeah, know, absolutely. I, I they think the shape. they brought on mm. up, up their game. So there's that aspect of it too. It wasn't just, you know, we probably went down a couple of notches, but they also up their up their game a little bit, which you're gonna do when they probably got in at halftime. Probably had a rollicking. Uh, obviously, Gary Neville wasn't happy, so that probably filtered down to the dressing mm. room, no doubt. Uh, you know, Richard Wellens probably gave them uh, a good talking to, and he made changes both tactically and personnel. So. They had to come out and do something. Um, so you've got to say that's probably expected, and we still kept them at bay pretty well, given that given the circumstances. And you know what? Actually, talking about that and talking about forcing them to make a formation change, to make a top six, top seven side completely change tactics and change shape at half time at two 0 down highlights what a phenomenal job we did in the first half. And this is for a team that prior to the weekend hadn't won at home all season bar for an FA Cup game and that says a lot for the work that we've uh, been doing. Keep your comments coming in. Roger says, I agree. I was surprised a little that Nigel didn't freshen it up in the second half as Stags tied in the last 10. The pitch tonight was a battle. Bowery and Lapsley had a great game but a great team performance overall. Play like that and most teams will get very little against the Stags. Clive says, I don't think Clark's contribution can be ignored tonight. He was everywhere. Uh, absolutely. And also said Reed worked in his nuts off tonight. Just needs to um, uh, just seems to lack finesse. Paul says, have you guys seen or heard the rumours on Lucas Atkins from uh, Burton, the 31 year old uh, strike here? We touched upon that a little bit in the uh, the pre-match show. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Nigel Clough sort of hinted that any potential transfers would be after um, the the Cheltenham game. So uh, we'll have to keep our eye on that um, next week. Uh, Jamie says, do you think Nigel Clough will make changes on Sunday? Let's go round uh, the panel. I think he will. Um, just to give players a rest, obviously we've got a, uh, an important league game coming up on, um, on Wednesday night against Oldham, who, uh, you know... Uh, in and around as they're 14th at the moment. They're only a point. They're actually a place above us, uh, 14th on 27 points. So a uh, very winnable game there. Although he will want to be competitive at uh, Cheltenham. I think you might see, um, if Kellen Gordon's fit, I think you might see him get a run out. You might see um, Nicky Maynard, if he's available, he might get a run out. Maybe potentially rest Jordan Barry. I know that's a, a dangerous thing to say, but um, it will be interesting to see. I think... If there are changes, 
Um, I only think it will be two or three. I don't think there'll be wholesale changes, Nath. I don't think there'll be any changes at all. Can? I don't think he'll want to, to, to rest Bowery because he's in such good form. form. So, yeah, good point. You know, is, is it worth taking him out? You know, whilst he's on this Crystal Wave, keep him, keep him playing because that's what's going to keep him, uh, keep him ticking for me. So I don't think he'll drop out. Like, like I say, if maybe Maynard or or Gordon are back from from injury, maybe they'll get a look in. But unless unless it's one of those two, um, I don't think there will be be any changes. Simply, be, if if the Olden game is on a Tuesday night, then maybe because it's still Wednesday and it's kind of a bit normal as if it was a Saturday Tuesday. Yeah, still a recovery time in there. I don't. I mean, weather might play if it's an heavy pitch, maybe. You know that might play a part in it, and but... it will. I think it will depend on what we do on um, on Sunday as well. You know, I think one thing we need to avoid Sunday, which I'm sure we'll touch upon before the game on Sunday, is Cam avoid extra time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Although Aiden Stone's that... ready, he's ready, he's fine. He is ready. He is. But yeah, I, it, I don't see us making any changes unless we've we've picked up some knocks. Um, that we we didn't see or someone's feeling a bit rough after the game or whatever. I can't see it happening. I think so. the referee might be feeling a little bit rough, that collision with Mal Benning. Oh, ow. Ouch. Ow. Uh, yeah, I think referee felt that one more than read that. Mal did. Yeah, it was yeah, a straight red, red card, red. yeah. Um, keep your comments uh, coming. I'll try and get through as many of them as I can. We've got about four minutes before uh, we delve into a man of the match um, tonight and, uh, uh, and, and things like that. So keep your comments coming in. I'm going to cough. <coughs> the, uh, the scores will be a quick one tonight they will it'll be very quick I need to find a very very quick music bed for that one um, talking of Reed Rogers has had some great chances to put others in but passes went astray but he battled well your opinion on Jamie Reed tonight Cam uh, improved I thought that I thought he'd have a difficult game tonight but he seemed to have um, pulled out an extra 10% and, and really got stuck into the game and, and credit to him because he had a Whilst we had a a very good team performance on Saturday, he still did look a little bit lost. Um, but tonight, he, he really got stuck in. And whilst there were moments where he just didn't didn't quite have it with him, or it's just stray balls, or just not being strong enough. But other than that, he, he actually had some decent games, getting the ball in behind, running uh, running at defence, getting the ball down, uh, and actually having a shot for once. And whilst it did go over the bar. He's still having that confidence to keep shooting because there's nothing worse than a striker low on confidence that then won't shoot. Uh, Gary says Reed had a, his best game for the Stags tonight. Salford were also poor. They were uh, they were almost arrogant thinking the points with theirs. Cochrane was playing the right players, but they weren't in the right position. He must be gutted. I think it goes beyond that. I, I could spend a good hour talking uh, talking about that and the differences between. Uh, a Cochrane side and a Clough side, and one major difference is we can you can win with 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 Clough. I think this, <laughs> this, this, this <laughs> pass the ball, we can string a pass together, we can press, um, we, we've got unity, we've got strikers um, going. I could talk about that all night. I'm sure we will at the end the end of the season podcast. I can't wait for that because there'll just be rants, rants galore. Uh, Laura <laughs> says we've still got a better pitch than Newport. My back gone's a better pitch than Newport. Um, Roy says how can we complain about that performance? We were better than Saturday, um, and players are really on top of their games tonight. Reed ran his nuts off, just needs a goal. Uh, Roger says, I don't think he'll change it on Sunday. The team's uh, playing, don't change it for me. Um, 
Nigel says uh, Clark was hobbling a bit at one point, uh, and Clive says Reed made himself a real menace to the Salford uh, defence. That helps to create chances for other uh, for others. And Nigel says Cheltenham will not fancy our lot now. Yeah. Just on the Clark thing, he did get absolutely clattered in the second half. He did, yeah. So, we nearly scored from that as well. Yeah, we nearly scored from that as well. Very, very briefly, let's um, talk about, turn our attentions to uh, to, to Sunday. Against uh, League Two side, it's, uh, it's going to be on the FA TV player uh, for you guys. So uh, it's very, very easy to find. In fact, what I'm going to do in a second is I'm going to put a preview up on uh, on the screen so you guys can... Uh, uh, can see it and see how to access that. You do need to uh, create a, uh, a free uh, account as well, so uh, it's very, very easy to do. So in a second, you're going to see Nathan and Cam disappear, and you'll see uh, my internet being dragged over to the the, uh, the screen. There you go. Uh, so as you can see on screen now, hopefully, let me go back to my uh, other uh, other app so you can see that. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's have a little look at uh, this. So, where's my mouse gone? It's over there somewhere. This would, uh, you know, what you know when you do like something off the cuff and you, it doesn't quite work. There you go. So you go to Google and you just type in FA TV players. You can see it's already in my search history. Uh, you type it in there. First thing that comes up, FA TV player. It's FA player You click on that, and then hopefully I should still be uh, I should still be logged in. Uh, no, I've not logged in, so there you go. Uh, you'll see in the top corner, um, sign in slash sign up. All you need to do is click on there and sign up. You can use your Facebook account. You can use an email address. Um, you can use several different methods for there. And once you're signed in, uh, basically there'll be a list of games which you'll be able to see uh, along the bottom here somewhere, and you'll see Cheltenham versus Mansfield. It's as simple as that. Let's bring Nathan and Cam's and my faces back on screen for you. Time now um, to uh, get your votes in for Man of the Match and uh, we'll have a very, 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 very brief look um, at uh, the score elsewhere tonight in Skybet League 2 and of course how it affects us in the table. Um, before we do that though, very, very briefly, Nath, what are you most pleased uh, about tonight? Apart from the three points, which is the obvious answer, um... I think, again, focusing on the first half uh, in particular, although we did do, do do it in the second half a little bit as well, is just how um, how well we moved the ball when we, when we got it. We looked after it very well, uh, but we were also, as I said earlier, we, we, we played it with purpose. We we moved it fast, um, and we uh, you know when when that turnover from getting the ball, winning the ball in midfield, and actually getting on the attack, uh, you know that. Salford really struggled to deal with that a lot of the time. So, you know, credit to us for, for doing that and, and putting the ball in the back of the net on two occasions. Like, I was really pleased with that. And it's just something that we've not... We've shown glimpses of it over the last few months, but that was probably, to me, the I wanted to say at half-time in the group chat, I wanted to say best half yet, but I did that at Crawley and I regretted it. So I don't do it anymore, but that's how I felt. Absolutely. Cam, time for you to get your pen and paper. I'll have a quick look at how things uh, turned out in Skybet League 2 after today's uh, tonight's result. So the Stags beat Salford by two goals to one, the only goal, uh, the only game in Skybet League 2 tonight. The Stags, it's a huge result for them in terms of the league table. It lifts them up to 15th place, and for once we have a zero goal difference. We're not negative, we're not positive, it's just zero flat. So it's we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. Played 22-1-5, 
Drawn 11, lost 6, 26 points. It's very tight around us. Let's go for above us. In 14th place, Oldham, who of course we play on Wednesday night. Tranmere then in 13th on 28. And then the top of the league, uh, as I say, that, that battle uh, is 12th with Colchester on 29 points. But I'm not too concerned with how far we climb. My main concern and main delight about tonight is the distance we put between those below us. And it is very, very tight. In 16th, Bolton also on 26 points. 17th, Harrogate 25. 18th, Port Vale 25. 19th, Bradford 24 points. 20th, Scunthorpe with 23. Barrow in 21st on 20. Stevenage in 22nd also on 20. In the relegation zone, Grimsby also on 20 points. Bottom of the table are Southend. But whilst that was the Stags game in hand tonight over uh, over Grimsby, other teams now have one or two games in hand over the Stags. Colchester have a game in hand. Oldham have a game in hand. Bolton a game in hand. Harrogate and Harrogate have two games in hand. Bradford a game in hand. Scunthorpe uh, a game in hand. Um, Barrow a game in hand. Stevenage two games in hand. Uh, and Southend, bottom of the table, also have a game in hand over the Stags. Timed it perfectly there as well with the bottom, with the music bear. That was uh, uh, that was very much a guess. I clicked back on it to see how many seconds I had left. So there you go. Uh, get your votes coming in for your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match uh, tonight. Love to hear uh, your views. We'll go through them in just a second. It's a difficult job tonight, Nathan Edge. How many names are you throwing into the mixing bowl? I'm going to throw in three. three. Three names in the mixing bowl. Go for it. Could have been more, to be fair. But uh, I'm going to go with Ali Clark, George Lapsley and Jordan Barry. Uh, a bit like last week, the whole midfield for me could have been in there. That special mention to, to them all, basically. Um, and, and the defence, the whole team, there's nobody that you know played bad, in my opinion. Uh, but those three, Clark with his work going forward and and defensively, Lapsley obviously with it with his well taken goal and some of the some of the balls he put put through uh, throughout the game were, were were just superb and again that's why everybody wants him to sign. Mbari every time he got the ball he was strong. He actually played some really decent football linking up with the likes of Clark and Lapsley etc. And obviously getting another goal. So they are my three. Cam, what about you? Have you got more than three? Or are you going with, with three, the same three, a different three? What's what's your thinking? Uh, I've got four, personally. Uh, Charlesley, Clark, Bowery, Lapsley. Um, Charlesley, Clark and Lapsley absolutely ran their socks off tonight and uh, really, really put their... Uh, midfield and their defence under pressure and, and, and created so many chances for us. Uh, Bowery jogging on the spot to get his, his um, six in four games. Uh, fantastic from him again. But uh, Harry Charlesley, very unlucky not to score tonight. Uh, and then Lapsley, brilliant finish for that first goal. Absolutely fantastic. Just someone that we've been, we've been talking about, that second ball running in edge at box and just absolutely, you just want someone to absolutely leather it and he and he got it absolutely perfect into that bottom corner and, and really got the game going and got us into a good position um, to set us, really set us up for the rest of the game. I have to admit I've got a few, um, but there's a couple of names that neither of you uh, have mentioned tonight. I'm not sure whether anyone in the comments has uh, as yet. I've not had a, had a look. Perch. 
No, it's not actually, no. Oh, um, me. The first is Marek Steck, who I thought had a tremendous game tonight, really commanded his um, area well, came out and caught a, a few when, when needed. He'll get marked down, though, obviously, because he conceded a goal late on. Not much he could have done with that at all, though, to be fair. I just think he deserves credit tonight. The second, Samal, I thought he had an excellent game, especially um, in the in the first half. I thought he was uh, tremendous going down that left-hand side, really gave us an option going forward, really supported Jordan Barry very well, got in some good areas to intercept play, to win the ball back, uh, to deliver. All right, some of his crosses weren't the great but I thought weren't that great but I thought his overall play was one of the best games I've seen him have um for a while and all that was missing from him uh, tonight was a goal and perhaps should have had one in the the second half um Jordan Barry obviously again really really good finish um played well Lapsley played well great finish excellent finish um but my the, the two contenders for me Steck, Benin, and the third one is the skipper, Ollie Clark, who ran through a brick wall again for Mansfield, a real captain's uh, performance. If I had to pick one, as I have to, because they're my rules out of the three, I'm going to pick Samal. Um, that is that is my uh, vote tonight. Nathan, how, out of yours, who's, who's, who's it going to? I am going for the man in form, Jordan Barry. And Cam? Uh, I'm going with... Uh, Ollie Clark. So one for Jordan Barry, one for Samal Benning, and one for Ollie Clark. Let's see what you guys in the comments have been saying. Cam, get your pen and paper ready. Here we go. Bex, Perch, Lapsley, and Bowery. Kathy, Lapsley. Uh, Jamie, Lapsley. Hang on, hang on. First one. Do we? No, we can't count four. One. The rules is one. Three. All right, well, if... All right. Mm, I don't know. I'm, also, I'm a, I can't see that far back in the comments. So. I'm, I'm allowing it. Um, so, per, so, who was that? Perch, Perch Lapsley-Bowery, can't split them. Um, then one for Lapsley from Kathy. Uh, Jamie says Lapsley. Roy, uh, Reed. Um, Mark says Ollie Clark. Clive, Ollie Clark, I thank you. Uh, Gary, man of the match, Reed. Uh, Nigel, man of the match, Lapsley, but run very close by Rawson, who won everything in the air and also nearly scored, but for a great save. Um, so the vote there for Lapsley only, please. Um, Stephen says Maris and Charlesley. Um, Roger, Sweeney, Clark, Lapsley and Bowery, but I'll give it to Clark. Very difficult to choose, so one for Ollie Clark only there, please. Uh, Wayne, man of the match, Lapsley. Uh, Josh, uh, man of the match, Match Clark absolutely everywhere tonight. Um, Richard says Lapsley. Um, Gary says Clark drives the team's momentum. Um, and uh, the final comment in this vote is uh, from Andy, who says uh, Mal was man of the match for me. So now Cam's got to do his totting up. Here comes the tension music. Now, Cam, you messed this up on Saturday. You wanted a chance in the pre-match podcast. I gave you one. It didn't quite go right. This is your third opportunity, son. Because you bugged it up for me. Do not blow it. Here we go. So the Stags beat Salford City by two goals to one tonight. It was a performance which left us salivating at half-time with the way the Stags pressed. But who will be crowned Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? The prestigious award which absolutely nobody wants, but somebody is going to get. Will it be the captain, Ollie Clark? Will it be the goal scorer, Jordan Bowery? Will it be Sir Mal Benning? Or will it be a surprise outside candidate? We're going to find out with the man with the maths, 
The man who really wanted Salford to win tonight. That man. It's Cam Felton who's going to reveal the Mansfield Matters Man of the Match in a short amount of time. Get ready. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So tonight is oh. Ollie Clark. No, that's not how it's done. Oh, come on, it's it's just bang. It's just. It's, I had it. You don't, I had it. All, I had it all planned out, and then you took it too far. Um, <sighs> there was actually eight players up for it tonight. Um, that all got votes. So Charlie Clark, Bowery, Reed, Lapsley, Mal, Perch, and Maris. Uh, Clark got six. Lapsley got five. So it was very close. I counted six each for Lapsley and Clark. I demand a recount. Now we'll get it, Clark. <laughs> not really now I'm joking I'm joking I haven't got time Fair for enough, a recount but yeah I think I think everyone deserves an honourable mention tonight but yeah it's just them 10% that that really do split it and it, it it's a bit of a laugh I can't imagine the players particularly care who gets this whoa, one whoa uh, whoa whoa oh, come on I mean uh, we just need to get one whoever wins it next week we need to get them to tweet about it I'm going to that's it. Get on to Ali Clark tonight at MTFC Matters. Get on to it, Craig. I got better. Give him the award. You need some sort of like, I don't know, you need to decorate a trophy or something. Yeah, you need to make a graphic or something. Yeah. Give some work to do. They'll be so happy. Mm. Give some work to do during Highlight the Highlight of the career. I mean, do I really, I mean, and do then, I really need more work? Season, yeah, I probably do. They could get a man from Matters mug. <laughs> thrown it in there now, hasn't he? <laughs> thrown be, it in there. Like, They'll have it above the head, like, oh, you can just see it now. End of the season, our oh. player of the season. Oh, no. Like, nominated, oh. like, we decided need, we need by two... Mansfield Matters podcast viewers. We need two separate awards. One for player of the season, and then one for most man of the matches of the season. Yeah. Come on, Craig, make it happen. So, on, run, that, run that by me again. I wasn't listening. I was, I was in my own little world. Right, so, grand idea. Um, so, with... I think Bowery's in the lead at the moment. But when we need a trophy or a mug or something for most uh, Man of the Match awards for the season. Right. And then also a Mansfield Matters mug for the player of the season. Okay, well, so at the end, have in you the been, end of season... My question, my question to you is, have you been keeping the stats? Because if you've, uh, mi if you've missed one game... Uh, we can always listen back. We can listen back to right, it. That's your task. I will make it happen if you keep the stats. I want a detailed spreadsheet. I want percentages. I want I want it all worked out. I want, I want okay. it all worked uh, out. Uh, by the way, Cam, you're getting, a lot of stick, you're getting a lot of stick in the comments at the moment. Uh, Beck says, Cam, you fired. Um, Clive says, wash your mouth out, Cam. Uh, Jamie says, it is six for Lapsley. Uh, what, uni so. what, what university do you go to? So, therefore, it's a joint <laughs> award, isn't it, between Ollie Clark and George Lapsley tonight? I can yeah. only read so many comments. No, this oh, is... You, this, you go by what this, Craig said, Yeah, you go by what I say. But he went through them that bloody quickly. Listen Why, more man, closely. He have a pen and paper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. Whilst these two battle it out internally, I'm going to say goodnight to them both. Bring but... Alex McDonald back. Oh, dearie me. I'm going to leave it there yeah, from them too. Uh, absolutely. My thanks to Cam Felton and to Nathan Edge.
It's a night of celebration and smiles. The Stags make it two home wins from two home games in 2021 and three wins on the spin. Can they make it four wins when they head to Cheltenham in the FA Cup on Sunday? Make sure you join us for that on our Facebook page, live facebook.com forward slash MCFC Matters for match day live with the warm up starting uh, before the game. Half past one uh, kickoff for that one. We we'll, might bring you a bit of an extended uh, build-up show for that one. It's Sunday. We've got literally nothing more better to do. Stay tuned to our Facebook page for details. And, of course, join us 15 minutes after the full-time whistle as uh, we react to the game. For now, though, the Stags put in a dominant first-half performance of pressing and belief to get three vital points. And what's more important, they move six points clear of the relegation zone. 2021 not turning out to be a bad year if you're a stag. See you Sunday. Where Cam might have found a calculator. Good night. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.